What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, girl. Hey, hey girl. What's going on? Girl. Girl. Girl, girl. Right. Pregnancies, all type of shit. Like, what? Yes. Pregnancy is definitely what's going on this season. Ooh, child. It's a bit much. Yeah. Something is in the life after lockup water. I ain't drinking it. No, not at all, child. Uh, But we are back uh, for another life after lockup recap. Season four, episode 47 roses and thorns <laughs> who you want to start with they all a bunch of thorns in my ass right? <laughs> i know i've got a couple that i want to talk more about yeah how about sean and sarah yeah let's get them out the way i'm sick of them i don't even got no notes on them <laughs> what they storyline oh yes i do a little bit they just little Right, like in comparison to some other couples, everybody else, right? Not much to say. Um, so Sarah goes to see her mother and her stepfather, who I don't know what type of property they're living on, man, but it's looking a little petrified. Terrible, I hated it. And you out here pushing these kids, like, take them home where it looks safe. Sarah put them on the swings and I wouldn't have used any of the playground equipment on that property myself, but at all, but anywho, so she goes to talk to her mom and she lets her mom know that she confessed to Sean about the visits between Anthony and Abby. And, you know, she believes that Sean feels a type of way even towards her mom because he asked what's going on and you know mom didn't divulge anything and it wasn't her responsibility to do so so and I agree with her agree but it's like okay you know how like people always be like when you dating a guy his sister like they're not your sisters they'll tell like all the girls he's dating the same things and stuff like that like yeah I know that's a fucked up analogy, but I'm just saying, like, that's still her family. Like, their loyalty is to her. Exactly. Right. It's so fucked up, but what it's did the you truth. Sean, because your kids and Kelly and all of them, like, you kept secrets too. Like, this is what I don't understand. Right. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so, right. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, I feel like everybody's lying to me. And it's like, so basically you can dish Sean, it out. you've been lying to everybody. Right. You've done that. This is the third girl we watched you do this to. So. Right. What are we talking about? Right. Okay. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. I see. Right. Now your feelings hurt. Baby boy. Good night. <laughs> right. So Sarah feels bad, though. She's in tears about it. She says she loves him. <laughs> and she wants to fix things. And I'm like, all right. Mm. You know, that's that's her bread and butter. That's what I think is going on more than anything. Yeah. She's starting to I agree. Right. She's realizing 
hey, Anthony might not be the greatest person, but I still believe that if he had his shit together a little bit more, she might entertain him. But she has gone kind of far down the road with Sean. She's actually married she him. They got a house, right? nice house. Nice she house. She don't work. Right, got a baby and can stay home and take care of the baby. So that's a lot to walk away from just because you want to revisit something that you didn't get full closure on back when you were young and on that stuff. Yeah. So leave well enough alone. Right. Right. So her mom tells her, you know, go home and talk it out. You can leave Abby here so you can have the conversation. Um, So she heads home and Sean you know, he's in his confessionals, he's letting us know, you know, he, he'll he leave if this is some ploy for Sarah to walk away from him and be with Anthony. Like if Abby is his way in, you know, and kind of like a catalyst to Sarah leaving him, he'll, he'll walk away right now. And I'm just like, uh, I find that funny that you so ready to walk out the door again, as if you weren't telling Sarah 5011 lies and she had to decide to stay with you. First of all, let's act like that's not act like all you're going to do is get the fuck on your little app or your phone and find you another inmate. How about that? Right. Right. So, I mean, guys always have options. Even somebody is, you know, who makes my ass itch more than Sean, as much as Sean. But right. He got options too, so I think that's why he was so quick to say because he can leave. If you think about it, he can go back to California with his kids, where he re- probably really wants to be anyway. Let's be clear. Yeah, because if you're so quick to say it, that's something that's probably how you really feel. We see that with Marcelino and Brittany. Mm, girl, mm, <laughs> those okay. that shall not be named. <laughs> but uh, right, everybody needs to be back in Vegas. It sounds like y'all out here doing too much in these other states. Take your ass back to Nevada. But exactly. But Sarah goes home. They have a, a tearful conversation, and she promises that she's going to be upfront and that this is not, you know, some effort for her to leave. And everybody's crying it out, and I'm just like, okay, we get it, and. Sean says he still feels like she's keeping something from him and I you know hate to agree with Sean but I I don't disagree right now I I'm just still not sure what Sarah really got going on <laughs> yeah and whatever it is can we get to it because I'm tired right. of uh, like y'all don't I'm tired of both of them so whatever it is mama got going on can we just address it so we can get it and them out the way right I think I'm ready for some new couples. Like, I think I'm getting to that point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of phasing out. And again, it's not that Mm -hmm. this type of drama doesn't work or, you know, it's not entertaining. But I'm sorry. Like, I thought we was going down. Season after season. Right? Like, down a different road. Like, you lying to him. He's lying to you. At a certain point, we get it. (laughs) It's a lot of lies being told, but y'all aren't leaving each other. So what's next? So, anywho, not to belabor them any longer, uh, where shall we go next? Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I don't have a lot of notes for Eris and Cam. Girl, we can get to them. I heard my, uh, I heard an echo outside when I said, girl. <laughs> I don't hear you I echoing. told my neighbors, 
No, it was oh. outside. Like I know my neighbors are like, what's going on in there? I got the windows open. It was a nice day in Chicago for once. <laughs> mm, must be nice, girl, because we definitely don't have that weather quite yet. <laughs> oh, no. It's a nice day in the suburbs of Chicago. That city is probably a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay. Eris. But yeah, Cameron is Cameron and Eris. OG yes. Cam. OG Cam out here. Prego was fuck. Prego. Oh my gosh. So okay. When they opened up and they were driving, I have to say they both looked really nice. I was like, where y'all going? Yeah. He got a fresh cut, you know, her lace was done. I was like, look at y'all. Oh, Cam is gonna pull a look every time. And Eris, these these wigs. I, you know, Eris is the typical Florida girl to yes, me. Yes. Have a whole bunch of hair and will slap a wig on. <laughs> like my, all this pretty hair you got up. <laughs> okay, yes. 10 4, understood. I get that heat, but dead. <laughs> yep. That is so true. Like the wigs are never indicative of their lack of hair. It's just. Oh, honey, the Florida girls, their vitamin D is doing their skin and hair wonders. Okay. They got long pretty hair under those wigs. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're looking good. And it's like, hmm, where are they going? You know, Kim says things are going great. He's finally working his customer service job that, you know, we found out through the streets he's had for a while now. Things are progressing. Yeah, he was posting on Instagram. <laughs> yes, right? Like, okay, yep, check. We know about that part. They have a new house. Everything's going great. And then they pull up to an ultrasound center, and it's like, Eris is 16 weeks pregnant. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did we get... Y'all just got married two weeks ago, two episodes ago. <laughs> right. She said that she stopped taking her birth control, and before they knew it, she was pregnant, but uh, uh, yeah, 16 weeks, like, come on now. That's four months, girl. You literally, like, I can't help but think that she got pregnant w as she was going as to drop soon. him off at the halfway house the first time. Yeah. Yeah. But see, now she has to deal with that because you snuck and got married. Now you got to break the news about a baby to your father, girl. as well as your other family members that you did this too, but mainly your father. Girl, girl. So, huh? So yeah, they're at the ultrasound center. They find out that they're having a girl, even though they wanted a boy. I hate anything gender reveal related now because I just don't like when people act like, oh, I'm I'm happy for whatever, but I really know what I want. It's like, you don't have to tell people That's that. That's me. But I digress, <laughs> right? It's just like, right, yeah, I get it. Just do it at the house. But <laughs> um, yes, so now you're married and pregnant and the in-laws are coming in town. Cam's sisters are coming and Eris's dad is finally coming. And now they have to tell him everything. And Eris's point of view is that they have to kind of make amends or fix something. And Cameron And he gets all right together. And you know what? I'm with you when you ride. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, I agree that So what I don't like about him is that he always feels like he doesn't owe anyone an explanation. I'm not saying that you you do. You know, you don't owe everybody some sort of download on what you got going on or who you plan to be. But I think that you've done so much already without being fully integrated into her family. If nothing else, I would just make sure that I kind of follow her lead 
you know, with her dad. I'm also still not sold on her having this great relationship with her father because we already know he spent some time behind bars. So I feel like she's wanting to make up for lost time. And her dad has a point of view about her being with somebody who was also locked up because that's a life that he lived as well. But I don't think ultimately that he needs to go, you know, to her father with his tail between his legs because he has done everything, you know, that you would hope. Everything. He, everything. The timing of things is questionable, but, you know. Well, it's the same time frame as the rest of these people. They move fast. Yes. And let's be clear, it's the women when it's the man that's the inmate, it's the women who be on their ass when they get out. Like, hey, let's get married right now, right now, right now. Hey, you said you was going to marry me, so we got to do it next week. Like, right. But this time it was Cam. Cam did rush it, but Eris, you agreed to it. You agreed to come up off your birth control. Like, you felt the way about having to rush and get married. You, it didn't behoove you to say, you know what, maybe I should stay on it a little bit longer. Right, until you meet my father. And you're not questioning no money now. You know what I'm saying? You, now you're in a new house, you know, stuff like that. And he's been helping and pitching in. And you got, you think all this coming from the customer service job? Oh, okay. <laughs> right. But don't front your move for these cameras. It is what it is. Right. So, you know, I, I, I can get a little bit of both sides. But like I said, I don't like that he's always like well i don't know this person anything and i don't know that person anything yeah i don't like that either like you don't have to answer to nobody in life but right. that's how he was raised too if you think about it but i see uh, i don't know it's like i see both sides he kind of right he did his part she the one that lied he didn't lie about nothing right or right i mean lying by omission however she wants to classify it like you were not straight up with your father you allowed him to find out about your marriage through Facebook and now you're still waiting you know to tell him about your pregnancy like honestly he should have probably been the first person enough to know so that's that's gonna be I interesting like, but I do feel like this that when even when Cam and Eris disagree it's still in a they still communicate in a healthy way even when they argue unlike I guess in comparison to other couples on this show like they don't get disrespectful they don't yell yeah. i mean he had his little drunk episode but it's like when they're just you know it's still healthy and i like that yeah yeah they always do a good job of even letting one another know like all right you're approaching that line like don't yeah. don't talk to me like that or i'm not liking the way this conversation is going you know just that yeah. that level of clarity and how they are receiving the conversation they still are top-notch with that for sure yeah i like it i can dig it yeah so cam is like oh why are females so sensitive about their dads and i'm oh, like you, you about to see you yeah, about, like, to find out about to find out girl. <laughs> and you know what i thought about like if my daddy would have a dude say that like because everybody know i don't play about my daddy mm -hmm. he would be like this the kind of clown you want to be with right he's a clown like my daddy will look at him like really this your man <laughs> this oh, is okay. your man <laughs> Yeah. right and that's the thing like I don't care honestly that her father has been behind bars but again it still gives him that much more perspective to be like this is the type of man you want to be with like I knew 12 niggas just like this one in, in behind bars and he might be doing well now but I don't know we'll see and I also thought about like Cam 
how are you going to feel when your daughter brings home a former inmate in 2060? <laughs> so we're going to keep the cycle going. Right. Right. So mm. you'll find out soon enough what's up. But after that. But guess who's not going for that shit? Lena. <laughs> Lena. Okay. <laughs> because after their trip to the ultrasound center, they got to go back home and tell Lena what's up. And um, it, she comes in with a beautiful set of Bantu knots. Okay. Every knot in place. I know when she take that shit down, the curls are just popping. Girl, I know. But I would rather them be popping on television. It's not the process. I know that's not a go out style for you. <laughs> oh, no, not at the house. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but Somebody showed up at work like that. And I was just like, damn, like. I get it, but these white people don't get what's about to happen. Can you go take your hat down, please? Girl, fuck them whites. I know. I think that's what she was saying. I was just like, okay, girl. So I just made sure I gassed up a little bit more when she took her hair down. <laughs> but I also think Lena's like nine or ten. So the longer you can get out of the protective oh, yeah. version and the down hairstyle, the better. But True. they were done really well. All of them were perfectly parted. Um, but she comes in. And so they take her out to the patio. And they t they give her a gift, which is uh, a framed image of one of the ultrasound uh, slides. And tell her that this is her baby sister, Charlie. They've already given her a name. And Love it. right, it was cute. And Lena seems... She's like, all right, she received it well. She's excited, but she also was very mature and says she feels pressure with all of these changes. And what I didn't like was Cam talking about spell pressure. And I'm like, sir, this little girl is telling you how she feels. Like, don't invalidate it. Don't trivialize it. Don't try to play with it because she didn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm so happy. Like, let her feel how she feels. Girl, because she also felt like she hoped the baby does not have Cam's personality because he eats all the food and drinks all the soda. Okay. Right. And I said, and all of her feelings are valid. Exactly. All of them from A to Z. Okay. <laughs> like she said, from I'm the mouths of babe. I don't want him to be, I don't want this baby to be no clown like this nigga. Okay. Period. But um, Cam excuses himself, thank goodness, so that. Eris can have, you know, a more personal conversation with Lena. And, you know, she asks her, all right, tell me how you're really feeling. And she's like, you know, it's fine. But she just doesn't want to feel like, of course, she's going to be put on the back burner or that she'll have to deal with any level of favoritism. And, of course, Eris says, you know, she's going to love them equally and she will not favoritize <laughs> Cam's child. Well, that's, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Favoritize. Wasn't sure if that was a word, but. I'm definitely sure it's not. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, a really nice moment. Um, overall, Lena received the information well. And and Cam, before he left, was like, oh, spell sister. And she spelled it. But she's Girl! like, I'm the big sister, though. Okay, don't get it twisted. Big Lena, stop fucking playing while, well, okay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what she wanted to say. Your auntie, I got you. TT got you. I can say it. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, overall, good for them. Moving very quickly, child, because, I mean, I have to imagine she's, what, seven, eight months down the line now? Yeah, I saw it. Um, 
Instagram yesterday. She was they were at like a concert and Juvenile came on and she's like she had she's still dressing. Look, I I can't say nothing about what, how you dress when you're pregnant because she probably just dressing comfortably at this point because she's she is that bump is bumping. Okay, but yeah, she was like bent over twerking and stuff like that. Something about when you're pregnant, but you still like want to dance when Juvenile come on or something like that. So she, that belly was bellying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I imagine she'll be doing no time. So you know what? I can imagine she going to have birth on the next season. They going to yes. not done seeing them yet. Right. More storyline. Probably the biggest bonus you can get is to get pregnant. I put a poll on Twitter. Like, what do you think gets the biggest bonus? Is it an engagement, a pregnancy, a relapse, or spending big money on an inmate? And pregnancy is definitely in the lead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta, it's like you gotta do that to get renewed for a second season. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's funny because it's even like that on like sitcoms. Remember growing up? the show would always bring in some baby or a young kid if it felt like it was getting stale and it was time to figure out how valid, you know, a new season would be. So then all mm-hmm. of a sudden somebody would have a baby full house. They had twins. <laughs> right. Girl. So, so good for them. Um, let's see who's next. Girl. Cause this way it's starting a little way mm-hmm. and I have lots of strong thoughts about the rest mm-hmm. of these couples so we can do Lindsay and Blaine we don't have to save Monique and Derek for last no, baby we no we do not I don't want actually to. I have the shortest amount of notes on Monique and Derek yeah let's oh but we could get Lindsay okay yeah we could get Lindsay and Blaine out of the way just for the sake of getting them the fuck out of the way but up to you yeah okay so Lindsay and Blaine so Lindsay is now working a job with somewhat regular hours. It's a night shift, but you know, she's clocking mm-hmm. in and out. Um, yeah. She it sounds like she's a counselor at a rehab center, um, mm-hmm. which is good for her. You know, we'll get to it because I feel like a lot of people are talking about sobriety. That's not really there, but Lindsay, I'll give her two things. I really do think that she just doesn't have time for the drugs and she's finding other ways to make her money and, you know, to continue to be relevant. And also, Lindsay is the last standing woman this season to not have a pregnancy scare, to not mm-hmm. pretend she was pregnant and and not have a baby. She is the only woman left, which is kind of crazy. Well, she can't handle the daughter she has. She don't need to get pregnant, number one. Let's go there. Right. <laughs> Because uh, Miley cut a rug on this episode. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. Lindsay and Blaine are leaving the the previous house that they were renting and moving into another house while, while they're still working on the trailer that they bought. And so she gets home from her shift and Blaine, he's not up yet. And she's giving him shit for, for not cleaning up. You know, it's just always nagging him. And she says that she needs. Yeah. Yeah, uh uh-uh. No, Lindsay, I'm with you when you write. Because if you don't have the rest, why is this shit? But I kind of have to kind of look at it. They did just move. So it's not like he can unpack everything, the whole house. But what I'm seeing, y'all could have threw half that shit away. But anyway. Right? (laughs) 
Yeah, but you're not gonna be in his sleep. But he was charging his house arrest thing. But I don't know. Get this house together. And you know, I just immediately thought back to when they were working on the trailer, I believe, and Lindsay came in like, oh. Uh, it was Blaine and Jacob like I need you to do this I need you to do that like she just hits the door and don't even ask like hey how you feeling don't give a kiss or a hug it's immediately like you know what have you been doing and why ain't the shit done it's just like okay like, girl I guess that that's how my mama was when we was growing up so I'm used to it because <laughs> I, I don't understand what the problem is what are y'all doing I need this done but to yeah, this lease is going to be up and we're not about to have nowhere to live. So I need y'all to get some fire under your butts and get this shit finished. This probably could have been avoided. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So that's probably why she come home every day on business. <laughs> you know, I'm proactive, not reactive. So my mom may have to come home doing all I'm, she, I She get that shit enough times. I was like, let's just do it. So when she come home, we ain't got to hear that shit. Yeah, they need to do that with Lindsay, (laughs) right? If you wanna, if you don't want to hear her noise, you gotta get on board. But so when she gets home, she says she has to go and get Miley because she's been giving Grandma shit. She's thirteen. She's starting to, you know, get her little attitude. Um, And then when she goes to pick Miley up, she's telling her how tired she is, and Miley lets us know that she's ready to move in with her and Blaine. So again, all this moving around and shit, it's not really allowing for Miley to come and stay with her. And that part, I was like, I just hate that for her. It's just like, your mom has been out of prison, went back, got back out. She's been on this show, you know, the the past few years. And it just feels like she is never truly the priority. Even if Lindsay says it, it just still feels like, oh, me and Blaine still need to take care of things with the house before, you know, we can make the move official. And it's just like, when is this girl really going to be the priority? So- I agree because this is what another one, three boyfriends later. Yeah. Miley has had to see, and, you know, did they ever say ever even meet her? I don't think he did he ever meet her. I don't think so no no but scott did right scott did he made a room for her in the attic well it wasn't a garage i mean like chance girl chance would have did it a child but (laughs) i don't know like i agree though she's not really never the priority Lindsay is just she got i don't think she i think she wants to be a part-time mom yeah (laughs) for sure so and I feel like that is the overarching theme that we will circle back to in summary so okay they pull up to this house and Miley immediately freaks out because there's a lack of wi-fi they go into the house she says it smells like death and mold (laughs) she is such a big girl now she's like not the little kid we just we saw you know right it's just crazy these kids just sprout right on up it's it's really weird because it almost feels like she's not the same little girl we saw. I'm like, she's not. You know, you can tell she's not. It's you like got they... her in the country with no We finna see <laughs> the, the type of teenager she is. Yeah, it it feels like it's a sitcom and they switch the actresses out. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the new Aunt Bev. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so 
so they're there and then all of a sudden you know today is activity day i guess so did i say that right it's activity day <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh blaine wants to go paintballing so miley she's not really interested she would prefer to stay at that house and that's how you know she really didn't want to go but you know they get her to at least go over to the spot so they get there and then miley puts on all the gear but then you know finally chooses to just not participate and she goes back into the the shop if you will uh where you get all of your gear for the paintball activity um and you know i can't help but wonder if it's because she just really doesn't want to she's in her teenage mood which I think is a very easy, lazy excuse. Or if she just wanted to spend more time with her mom. With her mom by herself. They haven't had it. It's like, I don't think she wanted to be out with Blaine. I think she wanted to just kind of lay around and talk to her mother. Yeah. Which needs to happen anyway, because y'all need to get to the root of what's going on. Like, why is she feeling a way to act out? Right. Lately. Talk to her. Ask her, hey, what's going on? You've been cutting up with your grandma. What's up? Right. Right. Between going to pick her up, riding back to the house, and then getting there and turning back around, there were a couple of opportunities that you could have talked to her. And somehow none of that came up. But we also hear from Lindsay when Miley gets into, you know, a mood or gets a toot, she says she typically just leaves her alone and lets her be. And I'm like, okay, so you don't really know how to deal with a child who is acting out. No, because she was she's still a child acting like a child that's acting out with these temper tantrums and stuff. So, right. But then it's like this activity day you trying to like because Blaine on house arrest. So he's locked up in the house all day. You working overnight. Y'all don't see each other. So, I, I mean, she's trying to like still be a good girlfriend too, and be a mother and work. And it's all on her. And it's frustrating. She doesn't know how to handle a lot of things. And I think it's that much more frustrating because you just said it. Like there are some things in solitude that she doesn't know how to get after. Like she doesn't know how to have a heart to heart conversation with Miley, particularly if it's off camera, because I think it's easy to be like, oh, she never talks to Miley. I'm like, well, she told her about the birds and the bees in a shop while the cameras were rolling. Hmm, But I don't know. Right. Like she's she's great with providing footage for this show, but I don't know if she's having sincere conversations with Miley that reassure her, you know, about everything that's going on. Because she's another kid that's dealing with a lot of change every time she turned around, her mama changing something. So and also it's like she could just be tired of the cameras because I can only imagine. Right. She's 13. She knows this is TV. They might have even said, okay, well, this is what we're going to do for the script and for filming today. And knowing her goofy ass mama, you know, she didn't want to be out there on the paintball field while Blaine and Lindsay were, you know, grabbing feels on each other and and groping each other and humping on each other. Like maybe she was just like, nah, I'm straight on all of that. So I, I don't know. There's a few different reasons why she might not want to be involved, but She's definitely bringing the attitude. You know, when they leave the spot, Blaine and Lindsay are still laughing about the experience. And Lindsay's like, oh, I was so out of breath. And Miley's like, well, you should run more. (laughs) Girl. And Lindsay's face was just like, 
what the fuck? But and here's the gag. Whatever's going on, you're not going to be disrespectful. She allowed it. So right. this is only going to get worse. And that's my thing. I'm like, Lindsay, you have to figure out a way to nip that type of shit in the bud. Just simple little stuff like that. You need to be able to be like, hey, girl, I understand that you're not feeling me right now, but, you know, let's let's keep things not cute. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Keep it neat, la mama. Right. But you could tell, like, in her face, she just froze up. And it could be, you know, you don't want to say something crazy on camera, but I think more so for Lindsay. Again, she just has not spent time figuring out how to talk to Miley, how to discipline her when she needs to, you know, how to call her out on shit like that. She hasn't spent time figuring that out. She just wants her daughter to be around to, quote unquote, you know, do the right thing. But she's not having all of the right conversations and and creating boundaries and, you know, making sure that there is a level of respect and there's discipline involved. She hasn't done all of that. So, no. <laughs> but you know, I think that's where, like you said, okay, now because you don't know how to deal with that, that's an added layer of stress. You've got this job. We, you know, find out Blaine's not working. Um, and then, <laughs> so when they drop Miley off back to the grandmother's house, she hops out the car, doesn't say much, you know, closing and slamming the door mm. before they can Baby, get I love you out. <laughs> I would have been on her heels. Right. It's like you can't really, I'm not saying beat her or nothing like that. No. Of course not, right? But like you have to, but see, she has to be ready for Miley to say something about her being incarcerated too and not being around. She right. has to be ready for that because any argument or any type of little slight disagreement that's always going to be Miley's like rebuttal to everything right. so she has to be ready to for that yeah and that's where Lindsay needs to have a hard real conversation with Miley not this casual you know in the moment attached to trivial type shit like oh let's shop for a purity ring so I can convince her not to become a teen mom okay well, what are you going to tell her about how she should treat you despite you not being around because you were locked up? You know, there's there's right. conversations that need to be had and they're just not happening. And then, you know, so now you're dropping her off. But even in that instance, you didn't save enough time to walk Miley back into the house to say hello to your grandmother before you kept moving all of a sudden you're on the phone with her like oh yeah we cut it close on time and we need to get going before blaine's um te tether you know starts going off and i don't know mm -hmm. what's up with miley and you can tell the grandma's on the phone like child welcome girl to my she world. don't have it for her at all she has nothing for her nothing okay <laughs> give her ass what she was giving Lindsay one word answer selling her ass oh well she, said, she was saying oh, stuff well. like that like and yeah because Lindsay you wanna you wanna bug up girl shut the you you're bugging up and having a tantrum because life right bitch right bitch we do this every day welcome right. to the ball game we've been doing this shit since our 20s low-key sometimes we want to punch walls too but we don't so chill right like so you're mad because your grandmother is not giving you the answers that you want to why your child is acting crazy even though you didn't ask her anything 
And so now all of a sudden she hangs up the phone and she's, you know, putting that attitude right back towards Blaine. Like, oh, I need some food and a shower and I need to go to bed. And it's like, okay, so now you're going to carry all of that with you back to the house. And sure enough, you know, they get back there and, and she's whining and complaining and Blaine is telling her, well, I'm not the one saying you doing anything wrong. But what I didn't like, when they hop out the truck to go into the house, all of a sudden, Lindsay throws this all-out tantrum. It's like, it's not fair. No one's helping me. I have to do everything myself. And I'm like, you are a liar. <laughs> like, you literally just dropped your child off for somebody else to watch and, and take mm. care of. As much as she's saying that Blaine is not working, that may be true, but somehow... You're figuring things out for y'all to be in a new house. He's helping to get this uh, trailer up to code. Like, I, I I get that if he's not working and generating income, that's, that's a problem and that's going to run out. You know, that gets old. But at the same time, he's not completely useless. Like, I don't think that you would have this trailer that you would eventually be able to move into if you weren't with Blaine. Agreed. So, and then for it to turn into her, like you said, like punching on a wall or the garage, I'm just like, girl, first of all, it is, it's life. Like all of these issues that you're having, there are women that literally don't have a live-in boyfriend or a grandmother to take care of their kids hmm. while they work an overnight shift and, exactly. you know, and deal with outstanding warrants. So stand up get your shit together get over yourself Stand up. okay <laughs> because nobody is is handing you anything anymore like welcome to the world this is the shit that we all have to deal with all the time and i'm wondering there's a part of me that wonders if this is just a lazy storyline because would it really be difficult for for them to say hey miley act like a bratty teenager <laughs> like, right we don't have any adults on the show. Like, what? Right? Like, that's not difficult. That might be fun to her. You know? So, that part, I'm like, hmm, is this really a storyline? Or is this just, or is this really happening, I should say? Or is this just a storyline? But either way, like, Lindsay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sympathize with you dealing with your child giving you a taste of your own medicine and for you having to deal with some real world shit like this is what we all have to do so welcome <laughs> welcome to the ball game <laughs> that's all i got to say <laughs> oh did we peep out lane uh, blaine randomly yelled burr in the car <laughs> no this yeah he was like burr i, girl, I was immediately pissed off like what is it cold outside? Like, why did you just randomly yell that? Are you guys listening to old Gucci Mane down there in Mississippi? Where, why did you yell that? Where were they when he yelled that? Like, in the car. Like, on the way to the paintball? Or? One of those. They was either on their way there or on their way back. And he was like, brr. I was like, what? Well, okay. Mm. So, I'll say this. It would make sense if it's right after they dropped Molly off. And then that was his way of saying, oh, that was cold. You know, like she gave him a cold shoulder. Don't matter. Don't like that he yelled it. Pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. I did not even catch that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Do you want to do Monique and Derek? 
Yes. Okay. She another one pissing me off. Girl. <laughs> I hate doing them, but then I also love it, especially now that she's in Chicago, because <laughs> I'm just going to be. Welcome to my city. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. So uh Derek arrives at Midway and hmm. Monique is on her way to pick him up. So of course he's driving yeah, slow. Right. <laughs> she don't really know how to drive. So he's telling her to hurry up. And uh Monique lets us know that Derek's love language is money. And I'm like, that's not an option, hun. But <laughs> <sighs> That's not what you mean. It's not an option. It is gifts. Get like gift giving and stuff. Gifts. Gifts aren't always money. And this is where she got the game fucked up. You know, don't you don't talk that money talk with me, okay? She got the game fucked up because she said that that's his love language, right? Mm -hmm. But him spending money for a flight for himself, right? No, that's not it, girl. Exactly. That's not how it works at all. Right. Like it was it and, was not a good example and <laughs> it's just like go ahead, sorry. No ma'am. And that's just what I feel. That was like and you know how I feel about flowers. You know I love flowers. You don't throw no flowers away. What is wrong with you? Girl, we'll get there. <laughs> Cause honestly, I don't even know that I noticed that, but <laughs> Oh, you know I did. You don't throw no flowers away, girl. You keep those. <laughs> so, my take was Derek's um, love language is words of affirmation from these hoes. So, as long as you're telling him what he wants to hear, then he's good with you. And so, I think that's what initially, you know, how things started off for this little trip that they had going on. But Monique pulls up. And Derek gets in the car. It's super casual. Like, with no hugs, with no kisses. I'm like. She was like, hey, baby. (laughs) And then, yeah, that was it. Right? I was just like, okay. But then he does hand her the flowers that he got, which was really nice. Um, And she was happy for a split second. Uh, Let's go here. He didn't get those. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Right, like, he got him. Mm-hmm. Right, let's be 100% clear. Like, they were gifted to him to give to her. That was a real grown man. Because I, I don't feel like Derek would have, you know. And I, I don't get me wrong. I'm all about a little $6 Trader Joe, okay? A little bundle, honey. But yeah. I just feel like Derek wouldn't know to get flowers of that caliber. Somebody like a real grown man kind of had to get him an alley-oop. <laughs> yes 100 percent. but you know i think overall it was thoughtful because monique oh, yeah. doesn't have cute. to know the the ins and outs but yeah it's just interesting how stuff like that whether it's flowers or the candles in the past it's never it doesn't ever really last with them because you know within moments she's already in her confessional talking about being doubtful of how their relationship will progress because of everything that's happened They're in the car. And, you know, he's getting text messages and she's immediately like, who's that? Who's that? And who are you texting? And this fool going to say it's an email. It's like, that really doesn't Baby. negate the question she has for you, but 
at all. He would have been better off saying it's my PO. I'm letting her know I made it. Yeah. I'm not gonna help you lie, Derek, but I'm just saying if we like stop at the crowd. Right? Like I wouldn't want to go back and forth in that moment either. So I would have, yeah, have something ready to go. Like you already know how she is. But Monique tells him or us that she got a new place with cheaper rent because she's been blowing money on Derek in these trips and being in Ohio. So we see them going what I believe is deep out into the suburbs. <laughs> to go to wherever she's living now i don't know about you but it was definitely like oh okay y'all look like y'all in oak forest or yeah i could see that henley like y'all are not in no, the city anymore Tenley, Tenley not having them cameras out there that's will county my county Mm-mm, we're not going for it what what cameras <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm oh. just playing. Like the you, oh, don't act like it didn't happen with Ashley and Travis. All that that those cameras and that that extra foot oh, traffic. Oh yes, got her ass put out. That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> just moving with a filming crew. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, them white folks in Tenley Park not going for that. Mm, I feel like there's some pockets in Tenley, but maybe <laughs> wherever. Maybe so. <laughs> wherever they were though it was definitely giving suburbs and she claims that this is like this new place for with cheaper rent but it's like Monique you went from living out of what seemed to be a room to now you're in what is a very classic suburban home in House. the Chicago area yeah. right like it's that split level you got a living room on one level you go up a few steps for kitchen and extra rooms there's a basement so she's That's talking about Airbnb. right because she's like oh i just moved in i'm like girl you didn't have all this furniture wherever you were and mm -hmm. of course the the worst of it all is that we see a couple of uh workout machines in the basement and <laughs> i hate that everybody immediately was like oh we know it's not her house now <laughs> at all oh, shit but i'm just like yeah even if you were moving there because Derek is like i thought the plan was for you to move to Ohio. And she's like, well, I had to, you know, basically get this taken care of right now. I think that, like you said, it's an Airbnb and she's there because wherever she was living, she can't film there or there's nothing, you know, there's nowhere to be filming. Like not enough space, not enough space. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But a camera crew to even come in just like Justine's bedroom. Right. Cramming in here trying to have a sex thing. Good night. Right. So I think this was or she's living with family or one of them sisters and they were like, yeah, we're not doing it. So this was a way for her to film the show without really showing us the real home that she lives in. And this was a cheaper option to do that. But that's just us knowing the the ins and outs of Chicago. But um, he puts his stuff down in the bedroom as, you know, she's giving him a tour like she's actually been there. And <laughs> <laughs> he goes to pour some wine and hide the engagement ring that she that he bought her. Um, and then climbing on countertops with his shoes on. <laughs> Girl, I'm mm -hmm. like, sir, you just go get a step stool, stupid. Just got there. Oh, already showing his like ass. It. Yeah, so, and I don't like the way he poured that wine. Girl, 
to the top. You come in, no luggage, just a gym bag, nigga shit. Like you <laughs> ooh, traveling just with a gym bag. I admit. Yes, definitely noticed that too. It's like, how long did you plan to stay? Because <laughs> it didn't look like there was anything in that bag. And we know so because Monique is immediately rummaging through looking for his phone. I'm like, why don't you why wouldn't you think his phone would be in his pocket? She treats him like an inmate. It's like it is shakedown at all times. Like he's still in jail. She, it's search and seizure at all fucking times. Like what? She she's doing everything with strip searching him every every day. You want to go through his phone like his parole officer or something. You want to go like you are not a CO. <laughs> like what are you doing? I'm going to have to definitely put that in the caption for the episode. Another shakedown from Monique. Okay. <laughs> it's a shakedown every time. Oh my gosh. A pat down. It's every time. That's so true though. But um, you know what I didn't like in the uh, confessional? Derek is still calling her Big Mama. That is his nickname for her now. Oh Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I no call way. myself that. I know my Alexa said she'd be like, "Have a good evening, Big Mama." Period. Big Mama. <laughs> okay, but seeing how you are not a big girl, <laughs> true. So it's don't call me girl. Let me tell you something. So it's one of my homeboys. It's cool, but he calls me Slim, and I hate it. <laughs> like. So I get it. I get what you're saying. I'm like, I'm medium. <laughs> Girl, do you purchase medium clothes? Like, no, still small. Okay. I got it from extra small to small, but still, right? What he called me. <laughs> I'm like, I am medium now. <laughs> right. So it's like. I don't know when she vetted this nickname, but I would not be responding to it. I'll be like, uh-uh, call some, give me, give me something else. Get somebody, right. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> somebody answering to that. But, um, but yeah, so she's snooping through his stuff. She tells us again, she still feels like at times that he's cheating on her. And I'm like, hun, if you haven't figured it out at this point, like, why aren't you accepting the reality of what it is? Of course he was cheating on you. I don't know how much time could have possibly passed. This nigga was recently cheating on you. We found out after, you know, love after lockup season, he was cheating on you. I wouldn't be, he was cheating on her. He admitted in January after the 10 women that he admitted to on the show. It's just like, there was some more. Yeah. He said he was cheating um, in January on Carlos King. He did. But let me tell you something. I expect that from Derek. I'm not surprised. No, no, no. It wasn't like a, oh my God, how could you do that? No, this nigga is out here throwing that dick a party. Period. <laughs> yes. I could see it. And then like, honestly, this is why your sisters act like that. Because this is the you that they're used to. Yeah. This is you. This is the real you. Right. And nigga, you are, you're, you're proving them right. You sitting up here acting like you all about Monique, but soon as she go back to Chicago, you have sex with ten women. Right. This is is this is what they wanted you to come home and do. Be the real you. Right. I mean, just get it out the way. <laughs> like, 
but, Belly rabbit. Right? But, you know, you could tell he wants to do everything at once. I mean, he came out and life was just like a kid being in a candy store for him. You know, I mean, pretty much came up in prison, spent all of your 20s in there. So, yeah, you want to get out. I want a girlfriend. I want a wife. I want two extra bitches. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, I just want some pussy. Yeah. Really, I don't care where it comes from. <laughs> chat, size, shape, co, right, mama, all that. Okay, throw a couple bad bitches in there, quote unquote, like bad bum bitches, ugly bitches. I don't think he cares. Right, right. I don't think ex fiance. Like, mm-hmm. come on, I want some of the women to come forward with one of the some of the ten. Let's see what y'all look like. What's up? Right. I don't think he has a type. And I don't think that he's ready for marriage, but he just wants to do all of these things that sound good. And that will just keep him around a lot of women. So (laughs) um, as they're sipping the wine, uh, immediately they start going back and forth about who he's been talking to. Of course, she's still checking call logs and all that type of shit. And she pretty much tells him, see, you came out here, you're lying. You're sleeping in the basement. You're not sleeping in the room with me. I'm not going to kick you out because I know you're paroled here, but you can go ahead and book a flight back home. And I'm just like, okay, Monique, you came down real hard. I see you wasn't playing with him, but they are on rinse and repeat right now. And this is like, I'm, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. I'm over it. This was a whole storyline. Yes. Yes. Like it's a literal cycle. So they link up. They have a nice moment. It's typically very brief. She confronts him about a call or a text or an email or whatever it is. They argue about it. They separate from each other. She goes back home. He goes back home, whatever that is. He cheats because every time they Mm -hmm. argue and he leaves, he's like, oh, I don't know what's up with our relationship. Let me go get some pussy real quick, Mm -hmm. you know, before we work it out. And then he'll call her for forgiveness and she gives it to him and then the cycle begins again with another link up girl who <laughs> wants to live life like this right but whatever i couldn't do it right i'm like monique at a certain point and i you know we continue to see them making their club appearances and doing their interviews and stuff like that but you know i do worry for when it all is over and said and done when she finally is done with Derek because I you know that nigga could ride off into the sunset with somebody at any given time Mm -hmm. and I don't know like as much as she gets on my nerves and and with what she contributes to their situation I feel for her because she is sacrificing so much like I would not be spending up all my money moving here and there coming to you all the time and there's always drama bullshit fights cheating like girl this this is not good you gonna need some counseling after you get done with this nigga monique kicks a lot of this shit off though let's be you, clear i mean you know i 100 percent agree with that yeah so it's like Derek, you ain't got to deal with that. I mean, I feel, you know, just the same for him. Like, you don't have to deal with that. You can kind of be single and it'll, that'll work out good for you too. Yeah. I wish that he didn't and, feel the need, you know, to be doing everything all at once. Yeah, I agree. But this where they at. So I don't know. 
and what else that's just how i feel and what else right and it's funny because we all know couples that look like them like their size dynamic it's not that new especially if you're from chicago especially if you're from you know the black community whatever down south like it's always a big ass chick with some little ass nigga and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know we're just kind of exposed more to the ins and outs of what that relationship looks like but Monique girl invest in yourself leave this nigga alone because he is big cheating and he's not gonna stop and Derek he would make so much more money if he was single like oh you think so I think he could do like his little club appearances yes. and stuff by himself. Yeah, bring out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think he could make more money by himself. And that's not to say that there's anybody turning them away because of Monique, but it just feels like he probably would have a good time. He wouldn't have to split the money, you know? <laughs> like, I think she could do her own thing too, though. She would just have to find her way. Like, whatever that she could sell stuff promote businesses on instagram like i think she could be okay as well yes right and i think she does have a lane i think it is hair and beauty and makeup like girl i could see that yeah i could see that you know i think a lot of girls would hey because what we said uh very early on one thing monique is always gonna do is come with a melted lace now i'll always yeah, give indeed. her that and she's gonna have her lashes on she's gonna have her face beat so you know you might as Girl, well when you go to Atlanta just have to say lay that wig baby okay oh right you telling me say it's the best <laughs> <laughs> right and you will be on from there change your life so she can do it by herself I know she can yeah they'll get tired of each other and eventually they will I don't see them like staying together long term but if they do big ups to them yeah i don't know my somebody mentioned thanksgiving this year my money is on on the holidays as well <laughs> damn yikes <laughs> you know i think they make it through party season and keep making a quick buck but at a certain point they're gonna get tired of each other and be over the bullshit so agreed all right uh amber and puppy oh yes girl <laughs> jesus help us lord with these two oh, man all right so we open up with amber saying that she's been sober for nine months mm-hmm. or some some period of time i don't know i think i made up that that timeline but it got it I think it's longer than that because they've been out of prison for a few years now. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she's quote unquote sober. Um, And she asks her parents uh, for the money for the bar. She would like to borrow it from them and, and pay them back and treat this like an investment. And if we recall her parents, were together then apart for a long time and then after her and her mom got out they got remarried so you know they're they're telling her that hey you've had a lot going on over the past uh few months here you know like they kind of give her like a "Mm, we'll see but you can tell they're not really sold on this idea um Mm -hmm. they don't think that's best for her and so then from there we see amber and tc they're running some errands and 
she tells us that he doesn't want to talk about the abortion or really much of anything like he doesn't share his feelings and his emotions like that but she is very expressive about her feelings um, and she tells him that she hasn't been feeling like herself and you know he you could tell he doesn't want to make it a big huge conversation but his solution is you know go to the gym that'll allow for anybody to feel better and I'm like oh, I mean fair no, but no 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 <laughs> I feel sorry for Amber because TC is an asshole I just don't like it I don't like the way he treats her I feel like she's going through a lot right now like over the last couple of episodes we haven't talked about this on the show because none of our business but mm-hmm. Amber has gained some weight you know since right. she's had to have that procedure done you know um and so now she's just you know trying to and we see that with not only Amber but Taylor as well these are women who have were pregnant yeah and now they're not feeling two different outcomes of the pregnancy but both yeah. are not feeling comfortable in their bodies right and you know amber needs a lot of emotional support that tc cannot provide and that's a horrible feeling as a woman to not feel comfortable with yourself right her and her body has and we've seen amber's body has been through a lot yeah and tc just wants to move past it but she needs some major support she can't just move it's easier for him. it's easier said than done especially for him because a man a white man you you wasn't the one that had to go through it right. this wasn't your body so he just wants to move past this and she needs major support and in my eyes amber those are red flags 100 percent, 100 percent. because okay so pay attention it's not the kind of husband you want he's showing you who he is and you need to do what you want to do right and i think that you know the gym is never a bad idea but if it's packaged up appropriately like maybe that wasn't the first and only thing you should have thrown out tc because to your point like he just wants to brush everything off he wants to forget about it he doesn't want to talk about it but he is not supporting her because clearly she's going through some things so you could have built up to that or you even could have been more supportive like well do you want to make carve out some time for us to do something active together maybe we can go for a walk maybe we can go to the gym but it's just like oh well this is the fix that pretty much all men always use and and Mm. that was that and yes you you said it you know we've seen amber come out of prison lose weight get pregnant lose the baby or you know go through the the termination She's gained mm-hmm. some weight. And so, and I. Teddy's big as hell. Teddy's <laughs> sitting in these confessionals, baby. Okay. Yes. We ain't never seen. And it even, she even said it like when I first met TC and they went back. I, girl, Amber looked like a whole. She looks 10 years younger, 20 years younger. Yeah. Oh, so. Girl. Right. So they have that moment. And then from there, we do see Amber. Apparently, she did have a resource, this trainer that she knows. And so she decided to finally go over to the gym. And again, what I said last week, Amber always knows somebody. It's, it's like every time you some turn to some that, that. Men, it ain't never no girl. They ain't never no women. 
Amber know every man. And then it's in always like, Georgia. okay. And I was always like low key intimate, like, cause this is supposed to be your trainer, but he walking away talking about, all right, love you. And she's like, I love you too. I'm like, who are these people? Girl, what was you out at the door? Right? <laughs> but so she's at the gym and then Puppy uh, meets her at the gym and, oh, child, Puppy, girl. Girl, girl, she always show this little delayed side of her that I don't like. Yeah, she walked in looking a little down bad. It was definitely definitely one of those moments where she she's um she she gives off that lost puppy look. Like, oh, she mm-hmm. says she doesn't know where her phone is right now and you know, she just seems so disheveled. <laughs> but uh, they are chatting about their wretched relationships. And Amber makes it seem like Puppy has all these worse problems. Like, you know, okay, are you done with Eric? Because you know you need to be done. And, you know, she she makes it seem like her situation is so much more stable and, you know, reputable <laughs> than, than Puppy's. And I just don't agree with that because to your point, like, TC is not supportive. He is not that man. But let Amber tell it, like, her relationship is fine. And she always makes it seem like that. Like, her boyfriends are so much better than Puppy's boyfriends. And don't get me wrong, Eric has been shitty. But weren't you the one arguing with Abraham Lincoln down at the bar? Because you was too friendly. (laughs) Yeah, You know, the last time. And then you get with TC and you going back and forth with him, you know, and he's not supporting you through this shit. Like, girl, let's not make it seem like all of your shit is cool, but puppy shit is is always like down bad. Even though it is, I get that, but y'all Yeah, situations... but puppy don't come in here trying to put your shit on Amber either. I didn't like that. Like, are you really happy with TCA? Just cause you and Eric, you wasn't you wasn't concerned if I was really happy with TST or not when you was with Eric. So yeah. now that you and Eric not together, don't try to come over here and so we could just be out here in the streets. Uh, and I feel like they always do this to each other. It's not just puppy. They do this to each other yeah. all the time. This toxic ass friendship that they have. So it's like puppy, you need to grow up. Just because you are single doesn't mean Amber is to gallivant in the streets with you. Right. She's in a relationship and you need to respect that. Right. It's like because it's not it's not an easy going situation right now. You know, she's got a lot of stuff to work through, but she's not just gonna drop her boyfriend so that she can be single with you again. Because that was definitely the vibe she was giving off. Yeah. And I, you tried to like demand it. No girl. Not happening. And she gives Amber grief. Now, I I can't say that Puppy was wrong in this case. Because she gives Amber some grief about the fact that like when she, she gave up her parole for Amber. And, you know, she she's upset or feels a way that when things did go south with Eric that she couldn't depend on Amber to help her out. Like, she was like, I'm not even welcome in your home. I wouldn't have been able to sleep on your couch. And she tells her that, you know, I gave up my parole address for you. And I think that in some ways, Amber has gotten ahead a little bit um, at Puppy's expense. But it does feel like, hey, Puppy, like you still, you still came out of prison looking for someone to depend on. 
You know, you knew you, okay, I get it. You knew you couldn't go to your mom's house if Amber was there, but you immediately then turned to, okay, well, who else can I stay with who can take care of me? Puppy, we see it every week. Like she don't know how to take care of herself. She always, she right. She always like, can you help me? Are you going to help me? But you know what? Some people are just like that. Like I have, I know somebody like that. Like I feel like she needs a good man. She needs somebody to take. I know actually, I know more than one person like that, and they and they need a good man to take care of them in life. I feel like they need that. They definitely need that. Some people Mm -hmm. just aren't built. Yeah, it's just it has to happen. I don't know. It's like. I know. Uh, you know me. Like, I N D E P over here. But <laughs> I know. But guess what? I'm tired, I'm tired of doing that too. So I'm going to take me too. Right? <laughs> like, would I be mad? I'm tired of being a strong, independent black woman. I said that at work one day. This white man was popular. He was like a little uncomfortable. Like, am I to laugh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I just right. need you to do it. <laughs> tired of being one of god's strongest soldiers but okay (laughs) they argue back and forth and amber kind of storms out uh they're both in tears and what we learn in this moment (laughs) plot twist despite the sobriety claims that amber has made from narcotics she has remained a heavy drinker now i have to assume that they're referencing how the drinking has picked up since the abortion. Like that's where my mind went. But um, puppy was like, you know, she's drunk all the time, but I'm the one that has a problem. And I was just like, whoa, okay. Wasn't expecting her to say that. Exactly. But they do that to each other off. Like when they're not, they're not good friends to each other. They tell each other business and all of that stuff. But yeah and guess what yeah she's gonna drink more she has no support she has no outlet so maybe hopefully this gym will be a good outlet for her Mm -hmm. but she doesn't even have anybody she can talk to about how she's feeling what her body is going through you get what i'm saying so it's like what do we expect her to do well i think it was also interesting that when amber got outside coincidentally her parents call her back and say that they won't help with the loan and they also say she has a drinking problem yeah and i think this is where i think this is something that amber has been trying to downplay and she doesn't want us to know anything about it and she even was like oh my liver problems come from heavy drugs it's not an alcohol thing i'm like this still doesn't sound good so you know highlighting her sobriety I, I i totally get that if you're not on that narcotic but i think again going back to amber trying to make it seem like her boyfriend situation is better than puppies and everything that she's been able to do has been like on track and nobody's helping her but it sounds like you could use some help with the with the alcohol use and she's always trying to make it seem like she's making great decisions and she's always right but you got to nip that shit in the bud. And and you know what? It's like looking at her, I'm like, hell, maybe that's a part of the weight gain because that alcohol, under terrible circumstances, it'll blimp your ass right up. <laughs> Speaking from experience, you know, so I don't know. I think she, she needs some help. And TC is not going to be the one to help her because if 
he doesn't think that she's drinking too much or she's doing a lot of the drinking with him. You know, he's not going to, what, is he going to go cold turkey with her and stop drinking? Um, I don't know, but whatever he does, he's going to do what's best for him and he's not going to be supportive of Amber. So right. that's why I suggest Amber needs to do what, what needs to be done for her because she's helping him with his kids and stuff like that. And guess what, Amber, that's the price that you pay. Like he don't, he doesn't care if you work and stuff like that. If that's what you were looking for, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for some help with those boys. Right. Obviously. So it's like, girl, I don't know. I feel bad for her. I just do. I don't know. Yeah. And so they wrap their scene um, with Amber saying, okay, puppy, you can come to the house. Like I want to help work on the relationship between you and TC and, of course, Puppy's like, I just want to feel welcome. And she's like, you're you're good. And so now Puppy and Amber are on the way to Amber and TC's house. I don't even know why she keep playing with TC. Like, <laughs> he didn't want her in the house that night. That's what the whole argument kicked off over. Right. Oh, man. All right. I don't know. Based on the previews, I think it's it'll work out okay. But yeah, it's just like, oh, my gosh. I, I agree with you. Like, they're just not great friends to each other. And this no. also feels like a moment where it's like, y'all could both kind of go and do your own thing. Y'all thinking, yes. Like, I think they kind of, like, want to keep each other around in case, like, it doesn't work out with their significant other that they would still have each other or apply to each other. Yeah. And they want to keep getting these checks because they pretty much can't come on this show alone with one of their partners at least they haven't done that yet that's true so it's like especially when you see somebody like amber like you you could i could hear amber telling puppy now like bitch this is our money like this is consistent we can't stop doing this <laughs> crazy insane well good luck to both of them <laughs> so Ooh, girl where is the lighter <laughs> <laughs> last and least Taylor and Chance, my, Girl, my, my. He been showing his ass, baby. Oh, my gosh. But he's showing exactly who I perceived him to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel and like we she's just... another one. Y'all could go y'all separate ways. Yes. Thank go get you. your sister back. Girl, fig, do whatever you got to do. You got all them kids. You can get on Section 8. Like, you got to figure yeah. something out. In Ellsbury, Missouri, right? <laughs> you always don't know. Don't be shamed. <laughs> you always coming for Ellsbury, <laughs> girl. I, where is it? I, I want. Let me look. I think it's look. outside <laughs> of St. Louis. St. Louis, I think so too. But I mean, maybe far out. I don't know. It's not giving like suburb around the corner. But I don't know. St. Louis. I only been there a time or two. <laughs> Yeah. But they're living in chaos and filth. Oh, girl, shit everywhere. Oh my gosh, and I and I feel bad because I do understand there's a newborn, but mm-hmm. man, oh man, like th- it's so annoying because I'm sure we'll say it ten more times, but it's like, Chance, you're not working. You could be helping to tidy up around the home, <laughs> and you're still lying about. And you're still lying about so it. So where do you go all day? Like what? Girl, he is down to that bar. He is gambling. He gonna tell us, oh, I feel like I'm turning into a liar. Like, oh, okay, well, you're fine. Turning into. (laughs) 
no you were born that way i feel like right coming to terms with who you are that's what it sounds like um but taylor goes through his phone so she's another one that's hell-bent on going through this phone but not doing nothing when she finds shit she don't like except for being like what's this so she sees that he was down to daryl's bar we now this it's been confirmed daryl i guess Mm -hmm. owns the bar and Mm -hmm. um you know he's like i was just down there you know having a drink or taking a shot or whatever and of course she's like i was up all night with the baby and he's out here having a good time again not working so don't get me wrong if it's daryl's bar maybe he's pouring you all the drinks that you can handle but doesn't sound like something that you need to be doing if you're unemployed agreed so she also finds um that he is talking to another woman named tanya so she's like who's tanya like why are you talking to her what what's this about and chance being the asshole that he is tells her baby don't ask stupid questions and i'm like you're a stupid person motherfucker. like like, boy who the fuck are you oh you what (laughs) he says he doesn't need permission to talk to his friends Hmm. the whole scene i just wanted to strangle him um he he again he and taylor going back and forth she's upset about it she's telling him that he's lying about who he's talking to he's deleting messages and because he's like well what's the difference between you talking to your friends and me talking to mine and she's like you lie about it you delete messages you don't want to tell me what's going on you're not honest about it you know if it's your home girl that's always been your home girl you should be able to be like yeah i talked to home girl the other day yeah that's it and like once again she even stated this she's not comfortable in her body and this is not making her feel any better about herself right right so you know now he's he's like well he says he doesn't need permission to talk to his friends i think i already said that um but he gaslights her and tells and storms out and tells her figure out how to pay the bills and i'm like again someone who's not even working First of all, this baby is crying because of the vibe. Like y'all pissing this baby off, okay? Girl, and you know that's that's really what happened. He came in demanding the baby. So once she handed him the baby, she starts looking through his phone. Because he has the baby, he doesn't react too much. But then oh, yeah. as soon as he was truly riled up, then he gives her the baby back and now he's on to the next, you know, part of the house where he can choose not to be bothered because he wasn't in there doing nothing he looks gross you know he's walking he looks ar- disgusting walking around with a bowl of cereal with no shirt on and oh gosh yeah hated it so we learn he gets outside and smoking a cigarette um and we learn that tanya apparently is someone he's known for 25 years and she quote unquote gave him 275 dollars for a lawyer in the past Oh, in the past, because I was like, what the fuck do you, girl? You know, I was waiting because I'm like, what does he need? Girl. First of all, let's go here. <laughs> Chance, you know what I would have said to him? Lower your fucking voice on my house. Okay. And these bills not paid. Okay. Lower your voice talking to me in my, in my house. 
Who are you talking to? Get the, who you talking to? With these bills not paid, okay? And my thingy, girl, he wanted to fight. I wanted to fight. I wanted to fight for Taylor. Like, I don't know. I wanted to go upside his head. He gaslit the fuck out of her and she's yes. tired of it. Then when he called her jaded and tainted, baby, I was like, oh. line them up. Come on, Taylor, tag me in so I can get them. Like, what? Oh my gosh. You're arrogant as fuck, even when you're broke. Right. The right? Uh, That's broke nigga audacity. Yes. Yes. And she just had your son and you sitting here threatening to leave? Child. Like she's literally Taylor, you better off. Better off without him. You got because like, what the fuck? You gotta get rid of him. He gotta go. Off GP, I'm just on principle. Like you will be doing yourself a disservice as a woman by sitting here even, you know, yeah, doing that. Carrying this dead weight. Because he literally has you feeling insecure. You're not feeling great. Um, and then his response to that is to say that your suspicions are the problem. And then, like you said, like for you to be like, I understand like that, you know, you've been done dirty in the past. Like, sir, you are actively doing her dirty right now. We don't even need to talk about the past. Jaded and tainted, baby. No. I want to fight. Like, I want to fight him now, right now. And I saw it days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was just so disrespectful and inconsiderate. Like, all the words that you can think of. And then all the while, he's smoking these cigarettes. Like, and now they're in the garage. So you are within the dwellings of the home. We know that garage is unfinished. So... And there's a newborn in here. Right. So you're doing all this and there's a literal baby plus all these other kids on the premises. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I was thoroughly disgusted. I'm like, Taylor. And and so when he's threatened to leave, now all of a sudden she's saying like, you know, when someone says they're going to leave, that means, or threatens to leave, that typically means they're going to do it. And she's just in tears and. Hey, found and jaded and tainted. Right. <laughs> and it's just so sad because there's like a sliver, you know, out there where I get her her sorrow, you know, and the fact that all of this is kind of falling apart. But the other 99% of that pie says, girl, this is a blessing. Lock the doors when he leaves. Lock the doors. <laughs> Change the, the lock. You go ahead with your, you got your boy. You know, he's not going to be around anyway. He sh- he wasn't even around for his other son. You think your son's going to be different? No. Right. He is ready for the opportunity to get his Derek on with his fresh out glow. Okay? But right. he broke. I don't know. Your focus is on the wrong place, sir. Right. And he's, I mean, every, every chance he gets to project back onto her, because he's even outside, like, what is going through her mind? And it's just like, sir, what's going through yours? <laughs> Like, I mean, it's just insane. I don't even think therapy is the correct, like, thing. Like, I don't, I don't, no. I don't even think therapy will work. Like, just take him out back, okay, <laughs> and do what you will, okay? Because he's just gonna lie his way through it. He he doesn't have an honest bone, and that is a part of the problem. That's why I feel like she needs to leave him right where he is and move along with her life because he's a a liar 
Yeah. He wouldn't even be honest with the therapist. He needs a black woman therapist. He wouldn't even go back, baby. She'll read him down read first him down. session. And he wouldn't go back. Right. So here we are. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't want anybody's help. No, he don't want nobody telling him about himself. He don't want nobody telling him what to do. So here yeah. we are. Right. <laughs> I would let him figure it out on his own. Because that's one thing he has not proven to you, Taylor. So what are we even holding on to? This man has not proven that he'd be able to take care of himself, let alone a whole family. So Oh no. At least you've proven that. Like you kept them kids alive, you know, as long as, well, as you have. Let's be clear. That's what mothers do. Right. Sure. Okay. She can have fifteen kids if she's gonna figure it out. Mothers make a way. Well, some but we, we see Lindsay. Well, not Lindsay, right? But it's like, yeah, if you gonna take care, of it, let's. I think he probably left uh, his other son's mother, 100%. you know, and yeah. went on to live his life, and that's what he's gonna do to you because he's itching to like get back out. He's gonna go make a baby with somebody else and just keep doing it. Yeah, he's older, you're younger. He manipulated you. All right, let's learn, move on, get Bobby back, and y'all, right chill right <laughs> lean back into your family and yeah unfortunately you're going to be the next girl that he's lying about saying oh she moved away with my son and i couldn't really see him as if you know you were really doing anything to take care of him to begin with so and paint this narrative to these mm -hmm. women who giving you 275 for a lawyer girl i thought that lawyer that money was for a lawyer in present time that's also said did he catch another case <laughs> child i just was I thinking was like 275 for a lawyer like when was this that's because... just something on it that's just something he probably girl you know that's oh, what they yeah. do they get 275 from here 275 from there 100 from here yeah until it add up and clear i think he's going to be back in jail and i think that's where he needs to be yes right so go ahead and make sure you have your plan together taylor because because if you think about it he can go do a 10-year bid he can go because that's how much he did like this last time right he did yeah. like so he did a stretch so think about it taylor can go back in do another bid like that by the time he gets out again his credit will be a one again because it goes away after seven years he probably been playing this game yeah this is true because mm -hmm. i yeah. think he did uh -huh. i think he did 12 years but even still he's 42 so yeah he probably did seven years or so before that this is definitely the game he plays He's probably yeah. counting down himself. He knows he cannot make it out here. Like <laughs> he can, none of them can. That's that's the, the whole the pressure, all of that stuff. Like, and they don't teach them. Hell, they can teach us in high school about credit. I wish the fuck they would be teaching their ass in in the prison system about it. But maybe they should. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just the game. He's a con artist. I've always said that from the beginning. He is a con artist. Yes, he definitely is. Oh, so hopefully we'll be getting rid of him soon. Um, on the please, <laughs> that was the episode, and on the preview for next week, sticking with Taylor and Chance. So Bobby comes by while Chance is away or out, and. Uh, Taylor tells Bobby that Chance is not where he says he is, right? She's tracking him, mm -hmm. so she knows where he is. And once he lies about that, Bobby's like, let's pull up. And when they pull up, he is down to the bar with another woman child. 
So, question: Who's watching four kids? If y'all pulling up four, a newborn, right? You know what though? I, I don't know. TT over here would have did it. You gotta do, do go do what? Yeah, I'm sick of him. Come on, bring them Karen over here, and right. y'all be back. Don't go get arrested because I'm not keeping them overnight. Right. <laughs> so, go do what you gotta do, and you got an hour and a half. Yeah, I had a blunt roll when you get back. <laughs> right, I know. Is that their dad and stepmom live there? They got they got some people. Oh yeah, they got some help. Okay, so yeah, girl, raise your raise your kids. You don't need him. Right, and he's down to the bar with another woman. Girl, good night. You're not going to be gallivanting all over my hometown. Let's be clear. Right. You're not from here, Chance. I am. You're not going to embarrass me in this town of five hundred people. Okay, right, Ellsbury. Did you find out where it is? <laughs> No, I'm even more confused when I was reading it because I, I goes in a rabbit hole. Okay, I'm looking up the average income of the people that live there. How much does the what's the average cost of a home there? So yeah, the average um, salary is like fifty four thousand. Like that's like on the high. Okay. Yeah. Of so you know, it just says I'm that it's a city in Lincoln County. Yeah, the population is only nineteen hundred. Oh wow, that's small. Yeah, yeah, girl. It's not. Let's see. Let that. me let me pull up my map and zoom out. Yeah, cause I'm like I still don't get it. Oh, child, the house they even have when you when you Google map it. Okay, it's really close to Illinois, actually. Okay, that's what I was getting. Okay, it is. So it is west of the Mississippi River. And it's northwest of St. Louis, like a little Girl, bitty town. Doesn't help me. North and west. I, I know left, right. <laughs> so <laughs> go up and go left okay. and stay on that side of the river because the other okay. side is Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I so, see it on the map. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, small town living makes sense but mm-hmm. it's but yeah Illinois. right yeah. yeah super close but no you make a very good point like you are in the town that she lives in that's where she's gotta be that's where she's gotta stay like you're not gonna be out here chilling with your homegirls and i don't know if he has some roots there or what but but yeah girl I'm, i had to slow that um preview down i'm like i know that ain't him in there with another bitch hmm. and she had that face that's what made me say oh i need to look at that really closely because she had that face they be making on cheaters <laughs> you know like when you pull up and be like who had the face taylor like that wow like i can't believe you're cheating on me like that you know that scrunch cry like oh my gosh like my life is over or ruined you know kind of look and taylor she turns away and, and he's trying to like uh you know stop her from leaving she says this is bullshit yeah girl oh i'm ready for that one um Mm. and then also of course monique and Derek, more fussing um she's like you know i'm serious if this happens again you know i'm done and he's like you know he's not playing and i guess this is probably him preparing to propose to her but it's still some bullshit um still some bullshit in the game (laughs) Uh, we see Amber and Puppy and TC and, you know, Amber is, is kind of the one that's riled up, you know, saying that she does feel like she's in this by herself. So, like we said, we know what she's going through. Um, and then 
we see Sean and Sarah and Anthony and they're doing a meetup. And Anthony says that if he wanted Sarah back, he could have her in a heartbeat. So, and then like we see Sean kind of walking away. So mm. doesn't seem like that conversation went that great. And then we see Blaine mm. leaving the home that he shares with Lindsay. And of course, Lindsay's vindictive ass says, if you leave, I'm going to report that car stolen. See? 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 <laughs> just, See? just terrible. Uh, so. <laughs> this is the one that y'all want to date. So I don't, I don't know. Child. So that was that. Um, a mid episode for sure, but oh yeah, for sure. But some of the things that we're learning though, we're it's like we're we're learning a lot of things. <laughs> like oh, a whole lot. Like y'all are really out <laughs> tripping, but okay. Yeah, but um, I don't think there's any. Love After Lockup Universe updates this week. Oh, did I talk about Mocha responding to to what folks had to say? Oh, yeah. And what was the response, sir? Mocha, what is it? Yeah, so I don't remember it verbatim. I watched a video. I think it was Tracy Trendy Show on YouTube. Um, pulled up like a clip of a live that he did and a caption and you know mocha definitely is heavy on the captions like he likes to use a lot of big fancy words but um you know he's oh, <laughs> my fucking eyes. girl but, okay sorry go ahead proceed yeah so he talked about you know one of his plaques is from working with ruben stuttered and you know, called out a couple of names because everybody was saying that he was faking the plaques. And he also Ruben made Sutter, somebody who wouldn't get married. Okay. You, so you wasn't tripping on him. Okay. Go ahead. I'm listening. Right. Uh-huh. So he tried to justify that point of view as well. And, you know, say, if you think about all of these different artists, like as they were making their money, they may have been in a relationship or dating, but they were not yet married. I still don't buy into that shit. But he did make a fair point, And I think we talked about it too. Like, just because people didn't agree with what he said, all of a sudden they wanted to, you know, comfort, question his sexuality and that he didn't feel like that was fair because ultimately he's hmm. a businessman and what I he think, wanted. But you were queenie. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. You were queenie. You but were queenie. He, I love it. But, you know, like I said, I agree that he wanted Michael to focus on the work and he says that he he's known Michael and he told him before he went to jail, like, don't be doing that shit that's going to get you sent away. And he did it anyway. And he got locked up. So now you get out and you play like you're serious and this is what you want to do. But you do all of these other things in the mix. And in the meantime, that pretty much hinder you from being able to focus on that. And I was like, I mean, that's fair. And, you know, Mocha said he's not, you know, he's not no young nigga. He is. He said he's like eight or nine years older than Michael. So he's, you know, in his up into his 40s. So I'm like, okay. Girl, I'm like an old woman. Just tell us how old you are. Why you why you had to why did we have to do the math on my end? Like, why you couldn't say, you know, I'm not young. I'm 44. Like, right. or whatever. You get what I'm saying? You made us do the math. Like right. a queen. 
<laughs> He's just a diva, a little diva. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's just like you didn't have to deliver any of those messages in that way. In fact, I think it would have been more impactful, and we would have been riding harder with you if you would have explained that in front of michael and justine because i think we all understand that they act childish in the way that they move everybody jokes about how they might as well be on the episode of teen mom <laughs> with the way they be acting addressing yes you are absolutely right right you are right so <laughs> you that's what the people say <laughs> y'all going outside <laughs> right so it's like mocha you could have been the one to be like let me break this down but instead you know that's where like you said you were a diva and ignored justine you could have been like both of y'all come in here let's sit down and talk about this who's on the payroll uh, who has girl. the contract okay this is girl. a place of business and guess what and when you don't fulfill that contract we're gonna be in court y'all don't have it let's stop playing we gotta get focused double down and he wants to bring justine is this ain't gang gang like you're not an artist you should not i mean yeah and i'm sure michael seems like the type that expressed that he wants a stay at home type of family that you know woman and all of that stuff yeah he asked you to quit your job what did you think you were going to be doing with all of these fucking kids right she now you talk about you feel like a slut girl she thought she was gonna be on the road with him and and that's where they fucking up right now michael you're trying to do too much why is your house hunting trip during the same time that you're going to record in the studio focus yes so focus and that's what okay i get it mocha that's what mocha talk about focus right yeah so it's like okay i got it in that much but what i will still say is i think he bought some followers <laughs> and i think that there's a level of relevance he may have in certain circles and i understand you know sometimes producers and people that develop artists are not always the well-known folks but I don't know. It still was just like, okay, we get it, Mocha. Let but. me ask you this. Do you watch the show that's all, now they be showing the previews, Growing Up Gospel or something like that? Gospel and the show on WeTV. Yeah, so I have been tuning in a little bit because they'll play it after the Love After yeah. Lockdown episodes. Hmm, okay. Do they go into like gospel music or anything? Uh, I think they mentioned a little bit of gospel on the first episode just to give us a lay of the land and understand who all those folks were like oh I'm related to this person okay. or I was a part okay. of this music but they don't I mean at least from everything that I've seen I haven't seen anybody singing or doing much of gospel anything it's just you know mess <laughs> it's church it's more church very mess. church mess oh my gosh which is okay the worst mess to me like and, and that's what i was getting at when i was gonna that's what i was gonna ask like about producers because baby and producers on the gospel side to be they be something else and i i'm only going off you know what somebody i have a friend that's like super into church and gospel music mm, okay so it's like and i just kind of wanted to know like did they have like a lot of producers kind of acting like mocha mocha in a bit yeah yeah i don't know what uh, half of them people do i know some of them sing i'm not sure if any of them are producers but yeah i don't know it's not it's not capturing my attention enough to watch it any episode yeah. from top to bottom i would have to watch it i'm a little familiar with the gospel music like scene just because of my friend okay and who she is i call her the gospel trap queen okay 
<laughs> right. And that's where I would stay. And some of them you can tell are much more traditional gospel folks. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I feel like there's a look and a vibe to folks that have been in the church since day one of their lives. And girl, don't get me started. My friend, granddaddy uh, passed away. I remember going to church with them at high school. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is an apostolic church. We're going to for the people like, can I wear pants? You know, like, and I'm glad that I was brought up to know certain churches because some people, young people just don't know. Right. You know, so I had to like, call my grandma, like, really, can't, you know, she like, okay, where's the church? Okay, it's this kind of apostolic. Yeah, you can wear pants, but, or you can make sure your skirt, your knees covered. Like, it is rules. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. yeah, it's still old school, traditional. It's very traditional, put it like, which I can appreciate. I'll say that. I can appreciate it. I appreciate You like a tradition. People. I do. <laughs> I like it. I do. Because nowadays, like, you know, Easter was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, the skirts in the house of the Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, woo, where we at, girl? The day party? <laughs> right. Are you headed straight to brunch after this, girl? Or? Okay. So that's why I can appreciate a tradition. Where's those mothers, the ushers, honey, that stand by that door? You're not getting in here. <laughs> right. Give them a cloth to put on there. Uh... I was going to say, baby, you're going to get that cloth, honey, okay? <laughs> But anyway, some of these people on Love at the Lockup need to go to the altar. How about that? Right. Follow Blaine down to the altar, get saved, oh, give us a testimony. Testimony. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope Blaine was leaving to go down to that church, stay with somebody that's affiliated with, yeah. with the word. Get you a spinoff on the growing up gospel, whatever it's called. So. <laughs> I can see Blaine. You like you like a black church, Blaine. So go on ahead. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that was it for them. And you know, I mean, you make a good point. Like we TV, you know, it would be cool if you gave us more than one show that we could really get into. But I won't put that all on them, right? So. And don't do too much because then they'll give us Zeus type stuff. We don't need that right. in our life. <laughs> <laughs> right no zeus network material over here <laughs> but yes but that is it for this week so we will be back with more next week and until then you take care okay you too bye bye thanks for tuning in to another love after lockup review We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.